Hey Kurt, this is Richard Wilson from Mad Shelley Films, and we have a message for you. This, this is, is Mad Shelley Films, and, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto Radio. What you are about to hear is a bit of an interview with Melanie Fernandez from Cosmic Eye. This was recorded on, well, I don't know if this was recorded on the 24th or if I moved it to the 24th intending to record more on it. Uh, thank you, everyone, who's been listening to the podcast during this time. The, so this interview was with Melanie. Uh, I went over to her and Tony's house. Her husband is Tony Fernandez, who's in the tribute band, the Doors tribute band, Peace Frog. And I happen to think they do a phenomenal job. So... Whenever we get together, we talk about synchronicities all the time. And what you're about to hear here is uh, a sort of a, a really interesting synchronicity that she she followed. She followed her heart on this one. Followed the calling. And it's the story of how she came out here to America. This is before COVID really, you know, where they really lockdown stuff for us so um, it's a fascinating story I'm curious to hear your synchronicities that you've experienced during this time please email me I mean what the heck else are we going to do email me inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com email me any synchronicities you came across any sort of magical revelations you've been coming across I've had so many revelations concerning this COVID stuff uh, some of which were on the last podcast and some before that. I've got a lot of revelations written down that uh, I've actually have 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 actually come to pass. I've either heard these these theories or ideas mentioned out there in the news or or um, through people on Twitter. So I'm not going to say them. I'm not going to repeat them. However. I've had a lot of revelations about this thing. I've been watching a lot of great shows, catching up on a lot of really, really good shows and movies. I just found out that my sister has a has a subscription to Amazon Prime. So we've been we've been going on to Amazon Prime, checking out some shows. By the way, Yachtly Crew, this is so cool. KUSI, some of those of you who are longtime listeners here who have listened to past podcasts, you know that we have gone out to KUSI out there in San Diego on a number of occasions in the morning time uh, to promote our shows at the Music Box Theater in San Diego for, the, for those nights, for those evenings shows. So uh, recently, Yachtly Crew did a we each separately recorded our parts and for the song Amy A M I E by the Pure Prairie League and KUSI played him played played that song for us twice already on the air and so I sent off an email to KUSI 
I believe it's news at KUSI.com. And I said, thank you so much for doing this for us. Thank you so much. And they said, oh, yeah, absolutely. Anytime you get, you know, we'll always play it on the air for you guys. Anytime you guys have one, we'll play it on the air for you. And I'm thinking, holy moly, how awesome is this? Every time they play our song on the air, we get all these, we get all these, uh, all this interest on our website. And what we've been doing, too is uh, Chaz, a.k.a. Baba Booey, he always sets up cameras before our shows. And uh, he's got archives of these shows. And so he has been editing those together and we've been streaming them. Yes, they're pre-recorded. Uh, and then we stream them on YouTube, stream them live. And a lot of people have been viewing this stuff. The highest amount, the last one we did... On Saturday. Now, I don't know if this is going to be an every Saturday kind of thing. However, I would love it if it was. We streamed our very last live show, which was out in Yuma, Arizona. Some of you might remember me doing some behind-the-scenes stuff on the podcast over there in Yuma, Arizona. And so we've we've played those uh, on there and on on uh, on on a Saturday, and we did a. Uh, yeah, uh, Viper Room show. I forgot what else we did. So I think, yeah, last night was the, what is it? Right now, today's the 6th. April 6th. So that was April 5th. Last night we did it. And uh, it was awesome to see all these people in the chat bar. We ended up finding out that we had, people just kept coming and going throughout the time. And we had a total of 4,900 viewers. You know, it's so funny. Who cares about statistics, right? Who cares Who cares at this point the statistics? Oh, look at us. Look how cool we are. I'm not giving you, I'm not giving you this information because I want to show you how cool we are. I'm giving you this information because I myself am, in, uh, am astounded that it, it's during this time of, of, of such, uh, you know, people are down in the dumps. I read an article where a guy committed suicide because he couldn't take the isolation. Well, that, you know, some people are just not used to being with themselves. They're not used to entertaining themselves. They're bored all the time. They're consumers. Consumers. They want to they wanna be entertained by, by other things. They want to be, you know, some want to keep their minds preoccupied, uh, keep their minds off of, of their own demons, so to speak, having to deal with issues that maybe you know, it's time. This is the time for that stuff. So it's really nice that we get so many of these really nice compliments from these people saying that it helped them through the week. They look forward to it each Saturday. And it's on our YouTube channel, Yacht Lee Crew, Y-A-C-H-T-L-E-Y-C-R-E-W. Yachtly has the L-E-Y on there, just like Motley. So, oh, it is just, it's just so nice to see these people in the chat bar chatting it up. My mom, my sister, my dad was in there, my brother was in there, my, uh, what do you be, my step, not step brother, brother-in-law? My brother-in-law, or, or Hmm, that's interesting when you get into marriage stuff. My bro my brother's wife's brother. 
So that would be my brother's brother-in-law. Would, is that also my brother-in-law? Any of you who know the answer, please let me know. Send me, send me the answer. Uh, it saw old friends popping up in the chat bar. Everyone's getting to know each other. People are coming up with their own. Uh, we, we've coined a term for the people who come out to the Yachtly Crew shows. Right? They're called croupies. Croupies. And a lot of people are coming up with their croupie names. There's a woman named Jennifer. Her her croupie name is Gentel Gentel Waves. There's another guy named Andrew something or other. He goes by Admiral Andy. There's a girl named Sonia. She goes by Sony Shores. As you guys know, my, my stage name is Stony Shores. So we've got all kind oh, my sister is Pebble Shores. Uh, My dad is Rocky Shores. My real brother, I don't know what his, I don't know if, I don't know what his, we got to come up with a name for him too. So anyway, 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 anyway. Hey, have any of you guys been watching Dispatches from Elsewhere? Huh? I had a wonderful conversation with Spencer McCall, who put together the Institute documentary and that slowly gave way to dispatches from elsewhere the tv show look in those podcasts if you google inspirato projecto spencer mccall you'll find him you'll find him you'll hear him talk about some awesome stuff so that show is on and it is a doozy jason seagal has helped put that together Thank God he's got such a brilliant mind to put this thing together. He did a great job with this thing. So, uh, without further ado, and without further ado, here we have Melanie Fernandez from Cosmic Eye. A very good interview. ex-boyfriend the ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. and then we broke up and I didn't so I was in Austria right and then I was like three years single or something and I never saw him at all like anywhere like you know I never saw him but then when I went and purchased my ticket at a travel agency I went into the travel agency there. He prepared all the papers. While he oh. did that, I came out, smoked a cigarette in the office of the travel agency. The ex-boyfriend walks by with his uh, new girlfriend. Whoa. With his new girlfriend. And 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 I, I see them. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. And like, I this is my path. This is not my path. Like oh wow! You saw the, yes. the the fork in the road, oh basically. Oh my god! Yes, and 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 I saw him with a new girl, and I was not. I just knew, yeah, that's my path. Like the ticket to Los Angeles. Incredible. I just felt it. I just knew, and he and I never seen him like. But that moment, <laughs> I saw him when I do that. See, that's how the stuff works. Wow! And I was like. Oh my God! And then when I knew I do the right thing, that's what I need to do. And you know, you just know it in your soul. Yeah. And that stuff happened to me, so that's why I was always like really, um, 
confident about listening to my intuition because I don't get those signs all the time, all my all all the way. What? So your whole life yeah. you you followed your intuition and you would see yes. these synchronicities and appreciate yes, them and yeah. Since a very young. What are some of your earliest like ones that yeah. stick out to you that that really? Where you were like, you were like, it really perked you up. Where you're like, whoa, okay, well, wow, this is something to pay attention there, to. There was another happening. That was the most amazing supernatural uh, happening I ever had. Or I actually, yeah, till to that moment I ever had. So it was, uh, I was about maybe 22 years old. And my friend and I, we went to a club. And when I, and maybe I was even 20, you know. So I, when I was younger, I drank a lot of alcohol, you know, like got really drunk. And I drove. That was really bad. But, you know, I was young and, you know, stupid. So I drove drunk. So what happened was we drove and I drove to a club on a Saturday. And we went in there, we drank, and then I drove home with her, my friend, uh, on the passenger seat. And then where the parking lot was, there was a police stopping us. Uh. You know, like like while we were in the parking lot, because at that club they had always huge parties there and craziness going on. So they actually stopped people while they go out of the parking lot oh. with the car, right? And that happened to me. So they stopped me, right? And then was a female police officer and two other police officers and then I was drunk right and I just thought well I gotta have to be careful with how I talk right so I actually made like mistakes I said like something like uh, I was like you know when you when you're drunk you talk like L -l 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 <laughs> yeah like, like stuff like and it happened to me I thought oh my Oh, yeah, shit. like speaking gibberish. You're just yeah. like, you can't really get the words yeah, out. exactly. A little bit like that. With one specific word. I don't know in English now. but So I thought, shit, now. Oh, my God. Uh, she knows I'm drunk or what. So, so she wanted to do the, you know, the alchemy thing. Mm -hmm. with the What is it called in English? Oh, yeah, the breathalyzer. Oh, the breathalyzer, right. So she did the breathalyzer. Um, and, okay, blowing the breathalyzer. And. I did that and it didn't work. Oh. So I did it. So she says, okay, again, so for 15 seconds or something, breathalyzer. And I did it again and it didn't work. And so the male officer says, you know, if you're now like playing stupid with us, you know, we're going to take you to the department and do drug tests or something like that. Am I going to go here? So, they, so, so, so it didn't work, right? Like the breathalyzer was just not showing up anything. I said, I'm not, I'm doing 15 seconds. I'm blowing in there, pushing, you know, uh, I do it right. They thought I'm doing something wrong. So they say, okay, so let your friend do it. So they gave it to my friend and yeah, that's good. So the friend, it didn't work either. She did really right for 15 seconds, right? And they heard you, you can see it, right? So they said, well, let's get another breathalyzer from the car, from the other, from the cop car. So they got the breathalyzer from another car, a new one, a brand new device. And it didn't work 
What? Either we Whoa. tried it like another like three times with oh. a new device, it didn't work. Wow! And I tell you something. Uh, you know, the the other cop then looked at me. He smiled and he said, "You know, uh, you're lucky. Have a good night." And they let me drive off. Oh my gosh! I seriously, you get turned left at this light. Right. That is astounding. So, so, and then now it comes the crazy thing. Because I was um, a therapist as well. So I had, a, like, two years later in Austria, I had a, th- um, I had a patient what was a, um, <laughs> what was a cop. It was a police officer, a female one, I remember. And I asked her. It's 27 now. <laughs> I asked her. Uh, so... I told her this story, but like pretended a friend of mine, not me, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I said, because, you know, this happened to someone I know and that the, the breathalyzer device didn't work. And she said, um, so I said, how is that? How is this possible? So she said, you know, this is not possible that this device doesn't work. I said, why? She said, those... Um, breathalyzers they sent them to maintenance every every three months they they sent those devices to maintenance to vienna uh to make sure that they work and they're really expensive like they have the best ones and she says she never heard about a story like oh my gosh she said it's not possible that those breathalyzers just don't work and then she said also they had a new one what they, this is not possible that they don't work. Oh, wow. And this blew my mind then because, wow. because it was years later, you know, I actually had a cop and then asked him about it or told him the story, but not like me, you know, crazy, right? And I knew, but I knew already when I drove off, that was the spirit making that thing not work. Uh-huh. Because I also thought then, because when I... Um, because I would have had problems here with the green card. I would have never gotten a green card. Oh, okay. So that because, was out here. That was out here. No, and this the happened in Austria. Oh, in oh, Austria gotcha. when I was twenty-two years old, oh, like gotcha. years ago. It happened over there. But if I would have had like a record over there, oh. you would have they apply here for the green oh, card I or see. like uh, work uh, permits here. They say no. We don't want anyone being involved in the law. They they don't allow you having a green card if you had anything in a different country because they do a criminal background oh, check. Right. So that would have avoided me coming here in all my future. Oh Because my of gosh. that stupid incident when I was young and oh, I was stupid. Wow. You know, I, I drove drunk. You know? <sighs> and you, so it's right. great. You were supposed to be here yeah. against all odds. <laughs> Yes. Against all probabilities, yeah. against I, all yeah. statistics. Right. And, you know, right. when we hear stories like that <laughs> of, of yeah. something that is actually right. happening right. that is not supposed to be possible, right. you know, knowing that all of these impossibilities, and I'm right. putting that in the air quotes, oh yeah, turn right, right. Um, exist out there, I mean, that's something to think about. You know, right. they're all out there. It's just, right. you know. Right. And so I thought oh about my, my few, isn't that great, crazy? And yeah. I thought about it was always meant to be so I do now I believe in destiny but I also think what destiny like you have to do do like 80% of the work Mm -hmm. like so if I'm meant so my soul for example is meant 
to ha- like uh, go on this path and like you know I can take this path like when I saw the ex-boyfriend for example mm-hmm. I can do what you said the fork you can choose yeah. this path or this path uh, right. like, I listen to my my soul mm-hmm. and this oh that's the path that's not my path he was not meant for me he was also never like a feminist Tony for example he's a feminist he really supports women you know it's like 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 really like positive you know um and like uh so i always knew like that so i all analyzed my future about you know this kind of man you know uh and this kind of man who is actually the other one was a musician as well but he was not like tony's where he actually really um says you know he really likes also if a woman is in power because a lot of men don't like that you know they have like an issue with that like mm. like a woman who they don't want that they want more like a woman who is um more like traditional or something mm. where the men you know but tony is not like that mm-hmm. because his mother was a dentist and she was in charge and you know so stuff like that you know but you think about your future and you realize those certain things what you said the fork and I went this path but you could go the other path because you're afraid and then you're unhappy because you were supposed to do that and you didn't because you were afraid incredible right you yes right incredible yeah but you know I got those signs and I mean in my case it's a little a bit different also I think because it's like these continents like I'm coming from a different continent like if you mm-hmm. think about that you know it's like whoa like I'm uh, like a transplant like it's you know like in maybe in the United States it's also like you, you travel you move a lot from the from other states or something mm-hmm. but like this is like when I came here I was like it was terrible because like first you know I had to learn everything new you know oh, I need a bank account and all that and it's all like so new and what's so and cool the is language. you, you keep the, following you know, your intuition language. and it yeah. just keeps, it's like the intuition, right. no matter what country you're in, that's always there. Yes. How beautiful right. is that? Yeah. It doesn't matter what language right. you're speaking. Right. The right. universe is always there right. to help us but out. And because this, you followed it. Right. But what we did today, I always had, not that I want to say I had issues, but I always felt, oh my God, an interview. It's like, you know, because I am so easily distracted, mm-hmm. even though I meditate, but when I know, okay, so many people are listening or all that, so mm-hmm. now I realize, though, when I focus on, like, I'm not looking around a lot. It's like Jim Morris, when he has his eyes closed, he sings. Yeah. You have to really learn to focus on and don't look around and just focus on what you're seeing. Right, focus so on that, the message right. that's coming through. And so through. that's what I really, then it worked then today. But it really had to. Oh my god! Yeah, we became our own little our our own right. little uh, bi- what right. do you call it? It's biosphere. Right, and oh it worked. So it was good, you know. So it worked. But I always because of the language and oh my god! But I knew I want to do the interview. But you know, so it was like, hmm, you know. So yeah. it was really good that we uh, that it worked. Yeah, out. like the whole thing. It's really, you know, and so everything is already meant. Everything. And when I met you then, I knew you have to do the interview. I just knew it. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like, 
because of out of that reason you understand those connections and the interview has to be set up that way because of this is the only way how people will realize things it's it you know you you have to have this also open like your channel Gosh, otherwise if you was... don't that's why I knew you have to do it you know and it's not you know most people they they don't have it open so you have to have someone who's all you know so that's why well that was a lot of fun yeah. thank you so thank much you for that so great much. Interview. thank that you was so much so cool. it was awesome thank you all right so, you take care drive yes, carefully i look at the file so yeah you still want to edit it or what yeah, yeah. If it's still sending it to me, okay. yeah, I'll take a look at it, and then okay. I'll, I'll, I'll do some, some tricks on okay. it, and then I'll yeah, send we it can to you. Check it out, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right. Bye. Okay, take care. <laughs> that was Melanie, Melanie Fernandez. Um, yes, we're supposed to be staying at home during this crazy epidemic. Yes, many of you are going to ostracize me. Many of you are going to yell at me. Um. I went over to Melanie and Tony's house, Tony Fernandez. He's the singer of Peace Frog, Doors tribute band. We weren't able to live stream, but um, during that other time that I talked about on the podcast. But um, yeah, I went over there to interview her about her new, her new music video that's coming out for a song called Blood, Sweat, and Tears off her debut album and uh, so yeah I'm gonna do some editing on that see what can see what can evolve from that and uh, talk to you more later thank you for listening to the to the razzmatazz thank you for your patience in listening to this to the synchronicities listening to the magic that's out there in the world I think this is an important thing for us to remember that there's still magic happening with or without um, some sort of man-made restrictions that are placed upon us we're all at home right now We are all at home. There's a whole bunch of freedom in that, isn't there? For instance, right now I'm looking at a bookshelf. There's lots of books up here. Lots of books I have read and some books that have been given to me. Like, for instance, Mark Twain's biography uh, that I haven't read. There's a... There are these two huge Salvador Dali books art books that were given to me eons ago by my wonderful friend Steve Wisniewski and I've flipped through them however I haven't fully read them it's a good time for me to read those I have um, some special apps downloaded onto the Amazon Fire Stick and so I've been catching up on just wonderful TV shows Money Heist it came out season four. I love that show. Love that show. So as you can imagine, I immediately just blazed through season four. I found The Last Man on Earth. That is another 
very good show. Dispatches from Elsewhere, very good. I've been talking about these shows. So good, just filling my imagination with extraordinary stuff. What's interesting is I'm noticing, kind of like, do you remember when the laws went into effect about cell phone usage or the lack of cell phone usage while driving around? Remember how, how, how very, uh, what's the word I'm thinking, paranoid people were? When we first learned that there was a, there's a law against talking on your phone in the car, and then what happened? What did you notice? You might have started noticing people just blatantly talking on their phones while they were driving. You might have even found yourself blatantly talking on the phone. I know I did in the times where I... I mean, heck, I was podcasting in the car. Put it on speakerphone, and I'm talking out loud. Uh, texting, too, even at the stoplights. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm implicating myself here in unlawful unlawful acts here however I'm letting you know this is reminding me of what's going on right now so at the beginning they say no one go outside you know they're saying don't go outside don't go over to people's houses don't throw parties just just stay inside let's let's let's, let's do the best we can to get rid of just let let the virus just go away. I saw this in- interesting TikTok. A guy said, the, the important numbers are to pay, t- the, the important numbers to pay attention to are the ones of new cases. So if there are fewer and fewer new cases, that means that we are slowing the spread. Don't pay attention to the death tolls. Pay attention to the new cases. That's the root of it. Get to the root of these things. One of the things I'm noticing, which is very exciting, is the, uh, there are a lot of banks, about 200 banks and credit credit companies that are freezing the mortgages for the homeowners, for the landlords. This is very good news. I think what's re, what would it be? So, so those, that's, that's the root of it. You know, the banks, the institutions, they're putting a freeze on these things. Very good. Because when they put the freeze on it, it trickles down to us, the tenants. Um, which is great. Now, Living in an apartment complex, I think there are about 30-something units here. The neighbors next door have been loud. They've had people over. They've had the music just loud, blasting. And my sister, her room uh, is right next door to a room of one of the guys who live next door. And she has said on and off for the past, it's so strange to hear myself say this out loud, on and off for the past two years that she's lived here, out here in California, she'll hear the guy like 
just arguing with his girlfriend. Arguing with his girlfriend. <laughs> she heard the other night the girl going, you just got a text. And what, the girl called you Sexy Daddy. What does that mean? Sexy Daddy. He's like, oh, you know, everyone's got nicknames for stuff. And she's like, you're talking to other girls? And, you know, so that started a whole loud thing. And I told my sister, wouldn't that be funny if I went next door? And I said, so, who, look, whoever here is Sexy Daddy, I want to let you know, I've been recording your conversations through the wall. They're funny on and off for the past two years. I've been recording your conversations, and I'm, I'm considering putting them up as a podcast. Um, but what I'd really like most is if you just didn't play your music a lot. Like my sister Jenny will say sometimes, like 2 or 3 a.m., they'll just play their music loud. And so what happened was I think it was like two days ago. I was sitting here with my sister and I heard cops. I, I was sitting here and I was I was thinking, someone has got to tell them. I I didn't want I didn't want repercussions from these guys. Across the hallway, the guy um his apartment was broken into. This is about almost a year ago. His apartment was broken into and his brand new sound system was stolen. And so I find it ironic that the guys next door to me uh, have been blasting music loudly. And so I was thinking of going over there and going, hmm, you know, you guys have a really bumping sound system. Reminds me of... Uh, the neighbor across the hallway who used to have about you know a really bumping sound system before it was stolen. So I just didn't you know I just didn't want repercussions on this whole thing. I just didn't want repercussions. I didn't want them breaking in my apartment, all that jazz. So I was sitting here. So this is about three days ago, and I was sitting here thinking, okay. I was just visualizing someone knocking on the door, and it was cops. Within a, within a five minute time span that I'm sitting there thinking, imagining someone knocking on the door, telling them to keep quiet. It was the cops saying, hey, we, we got noise complaints. They say for the past three days, it's been really loud here. There, there's also, um, you know, people, pe there was also concerns that there might be some sort of abuse happening with some woman and I heard the guy I heard the guy next door uh, say to the officer, oh yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, we'll keep the music down. Yeah, that, no, I, you know, I heard, I heard uh, some guy arguing with his, you know, uh, it sounded like he was gonna abuse his, you know, girlfriend too or something. And I thought, oh boy. So the, the cops left and the music, the music lowered. Then the next day, the next day, the music started up again. And I called up the apartment manager and I said, you know, 
those cops came by the other night and you know I hear you know I was I was just saying you know I hear these guys through the wall sounds like the guy is you know screaming at his girlfriend sounds like they're gonna fight I said I heard the cops come by the other night and I had been I'd been uh, tempted to call the cops, but I didn't want to bring that kind of trouble upon the apartment complex. And so she said, oh, I said, you know, he's being really loud right now. Can you have him turn it down? She goes, yeah, I'll call him. And she goes, yeah, just let me know if that ever happens again. I said, yeah, sure. So, so you know, the music was brought down. And then I heard some guys outside in the hallway Sounded like they were rapping. And maybe I got rap artists, uh, rap rappers who live next door, I don't know. But I heard some guys rapping in the hallway. And they went inside. And uh, and I was in here. I was in here watching. I think I was watching The Last Man on Earth. Or Dispatches from Elsewhere or something. All of a sudden I get a knock on the door. And it's one of the dudes. He's like, hey, did you see anyone uh, over there by my door? I said, no, but I heard some guys out in the hallway. It sounded like they were rapping, you know, and then it sounded like they kicked a can or something. And, you know, so I don't know. It might have been them. He goes, Cause so, he goes, well, someone threw an egg at my door. You didn't see anything, did you? I said, no, no, I didn't see anything. And I thought, whoa, that's interesting. That's, that's quite a bit of retali- retaliation right there. So it's been it's been quieter, I gotta say. They've been quieter. My whole main point of saying this, well, first of all, I thought it was kind of funny, sexy daddy, so I had to say that. One of the main points of this whole thing is the idea that people are becoming more and more lax with consideration for others. I don't know what it's like in other apartment complexes. Um, I don't know what it's like for people who live in houses. However, I'm noticing that everyone is trying to cope with this situation in a different way. Particularly those who are used to being very, very social. Going out all the time and buying their $20 uh, craft beers and, uh, you know, just... We're learning, we're learning. We're learning what, what we can live without, what we, what we can make do with. Uh, I've had this other revelation too. I was talking to my sister about this. Now, I don't know if McDonald's or any of the fast food restaurants are, are still open or not. I'm, I'm, I was thinking maybe they are not. Um... Why would they be considered essential businesses? I can't imagine why a fast food restaurant would be considered an essential business. I'm thinking if you shut down the fast food restaurants. So I was, okay, so I don't know if any fast food restaurants are open or not, but I had this theory. If they're closed, we might see a lot less, uh, diabetes cases, we might see a lot less heart attacks, we might see a lot less deaths, um, 
people's skin will start clearing up. Maybe the um, folks will come out of this thing less obese because they're going to the stores. They're having to make do with what they got. They're having to they're having to figure out what to do with fruits and vegetables, with these living foods. These living foods. I was thinking about this too. All these cattle farms that are out there. All the cattle, all the cattle farms that are out there. I've heard that it that it costs quite a bit to keep those things fed, to keep to keep them alive. It costs a lot of money. I remember for Yachtly Crew, we would drive out to these far distances. I remember there are these times where we would drive past acres and acres of cows. Acres of cows that really didn't have a quality of life. They were, they were stuck there next to each other. If you, if, if you went to high school, you might remember, well, depending on what high school you went to. I went to a high school where you walked down the hallway, it's like, it's like trying to swim upstream. You're like a salmon trying to swim upstream, just elbow to elbow, shoulder to shoulder, just, ah, ah, what, ah, I'm trying to go this way, you're trying to go that way, everybody's going this way, everybody's going that way, just, ah. Reminds me of like when you see those bird's eye views of Japan and everyone's just crashing into each other. There's just no, no semblance, no, no, no order to, to it. You know, you don't got people walking on the right side and by right side, you know, like how, how we drive cars down the street. We drive on the right side. Well, I carry that mentality over into when I walk on the sidewalk, I walk on what I, my right of the sidewalk. Wherever I'm at, I walk on my right. If everyone's walking on their right of the sidewalk, you got order. You don't have people crashing into each other. I suppose in the UK, maybe they walk on the left side of the sidewalks. I don't know. So you see those bird's eye views of like Japan, just people just crashing, crashing, crashing. That's kind of like, you know, that's kind of like the high school hallways, that type of, that type of, uh, idea where there's just which is actually a good thing that they're spacing people out for the grocery stores maybe you've noticed this so far where they're only letting X, you know a certain amount of people into the grocery stores at a time I digress these cows are just elbow to elbow hoof to hoof Imagine all the money that's being spent on these cows to, to, to feed them, you know, and then of course they're going to slaughter these things and then you get your hamburger. What about now? Since people are not going out to those, those fancy high-end restaurants, getting their porterhouse steaks and all that stuff. Ah, uh, Okay, what would a person rather do? Let's say, for instance, at a time like this where they really got to stretch their dollar, they really got to pay attention to their bank account. Would they choose to spend, you know, 45 bucks on a steak or 45 bucks on groceries that could last for a week or two or who knows what? 
My sister's been making delicious smoothies. She's a vegan. So by living with her, I've, I'm mostly a vegan. I see the values of what vegans have. However, this whole thing is not a conversation about veganism. This is about the idea of all those cows out there, shoulder to shoulder. So imagine these farmers cannot sustain the amount of money, you know, the breeding and all that stuff that it takes. So imagine they end up you know, getting down to their last cows. Slaughtering all those cows, sending them off to the meat factories, all that jazz. Uh, and then, they, and then it, 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 lower, it lowers the population of all those cows. Now imagine, these farmers have all that land now. How interesting would that be if they decide to choose to now start growing cornfields there. They start growing tomato fields or I mean does it cost less to to water does it cost less to water fields of tomatoes than it does to to give water to these cows to drink and to pump them with all the antibiotics or whatever heck else they got on their steroids all that drasmatas it'd be interesting so We've also heard that cows, their methane gas, that does stuff to the environment. If that's true, then wouldn't we see a drastic change in the environment? Now, on top of that, I have not seen a single chemtrail in the sky. I think I talked about this already. I haven't seen a single chemtrail in the sky. The skies are blue once again, not... Not a, a spider, not a bunch of spider webs that then dissipate and turn into a, a white hazy sky. I mean, these are blue skies. We're getting a lot of rain, which is exactly what these these trees have been just begging for. So I'm so excited about that. But man, I gotta tell you, this is this is a really really interesting thing to see. So. I'm curious to see how it all unfolds. I trust you're all doing well. Now is a good time to start those paintings. Now is a good time to start those... making those songs, learning those instruments, using your iPhone to shoot movies. Entertain yourself. Become the entertainment. Become the media. Which is precisely what I'm doing here. Don't take it from me. Just test it out if you want, if it speaks to you. <laughs> so if you want to contribute to my to this uh, podcast here, which, by the way, I've, I've gotten a couple of calls. I haven't picked up the phone. Uh, I want people to leave voicemails. Call 561-203-9165. Seven niner. Leave your dreams, leave your synchronicities, your revelations, your epiphanies, anything that deals with the whole COVID shenanigans. Um, which, by the way, 
my brother had this idea, and I think it's brilliant, is to make uh, Yachtly Crew face masks with the logo on it and put them out there. So I'm, I think I'm going to get a couple of custom ones made just for myself so I can test them out. Which, by the way, April 11th, Saturday night, check out YouTube. The Yachtly Crew YouTube. We will be broadcasting a streaming a show pre-recorded. We'll be streaming it. We'll be there in the chat bar. If you if you happen to listen to the show, if you happen to sign into your YouTube account and and jump into that chat bar, please tell me that you were led there from the podcast. I would get such a kick out of that. You can also find Inspirato Projecto on Instagram. You can also email me at inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. Email me your audio. Email me your ideas. Let's do it. Let's collaborate, folks. Let's do it. All right. Take care. Hey, sir, my friend. How are you doing? Foxy Lady here from Awesome Sauce Radio. And check it out. We are on this new app called Spoon, and on this app, it's like live radio, but you can put casts up so people can go back and listen to it, so it's like live radio with a podcast. So anyways, um, we're putting up our April Fool's Day episode from two years ago, and during all the little breaks... Every little message and song and ditty you've sent me is going to be in the middle of those little segments. So I just wanted to let you know. And I also wanted to say thank you for all of your musical talents and your little ditties because I really super appreciate them and you. I hope you're being safe and I hope your family's doing good. Until we talk again, my friend. See ya. Listen to Man Behind the Machine on Inspirato Projector Radio. What do you think about all this artificial intelligence and fake news on the internet? What about all this disinformation about COVID-19? Are you learning anything about it? What's going on in California with COVID-19? What's happened in California? I heard there's a lot of outbreaks. Fact or fiction? What's going on with COVID-19?